0: Hello and welcome to the Fearless Man Podcast. This is a show where we talk about everything that God wants us to remember to do as a husband, a father, a friend, a leader, and even a chef in the kitchen. Don't miss it. Share with your friends, and I'll see you on the podcast. This is your host, Andy Falco Times. Hello, my friends, this is Andy Falco, your has coming to you live from Yorba, Linda, California. And I know this is kind of an unusual time to come on, uh, 1230 on a Saturday, uh, for those of you watching live, you on the podcast, you get to listen to this anytime you want to. But uh, it has um, been a crazy few weeks since my last uh, broadcast uh, with uh, kids going back to school, <clears throat> trying to get them busy getting, um, you know, getting some of the... You know, things they wanted to do during summertime out of their system, plus going shopping, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, uh, if you're a parent and you have school age kids, you know what it's like or have had school age kids. If you have if you have kids, you know what that's like. Um, And um, just one of those very busy weeks. Um, The other thing that's interesting about today, it's at least it's interesting to me, uh, that is that um, I, I can't wait to see what God gives me to talk about, because I do have some. Uh, something I'm going to read uh, from a great book from Pastor Jack Kibbs called Temptation. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not solely fixed on one response to what it is <laughs> that we're about to read. So I'm going to do something I'm not done yet, and I'm going to pray uh, for God's wisdom because I have tried for two days uh, to narrow down the exact message I want for today and just cannot seem to do it. So um, we'll see. It may be a repeat of something that we uh, I talked about today on uh, with my with the men in the my men's Bible study that we do on Saturday mornings, but um, it, it's um, this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be interesting time. All right, uh, my uh, uh, oh uh, Jesus, uh, I, I just love you so much, and I thank you for all uh, that you have given me throughout my life. The the, the good, um, the difficult all of it has been uh, important to bring me to a place um, where I'm closer to you. And um, I just love spending time with you. I love um, how you've changed my life in such extraordinary ways. Um, and I'm just looking forward to hearing what you uh, have to say through me today. Um, and just make sure uh, that um, that I, uh, I just want to make sure that I Stay true to that. That I, I listen for your prompting, and um, that whatever uh, comes out of my mouth today glorifies you and honor uh, honors you. Uh, that is my my hope, uh, and I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I love you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so thank you uh, for allowing me to do that. Um, it, it is interesting because I, I yesterday I was trying to go on uh, last night, but again, just things happened so quickly that I, I didn't, and I thought yesterday I had, I had a, a plan, but uh, so much can happen nowadays, and whether it's um, with just what's happening with your family, what's happening in the news, what's happening when, so last night we had our um, a Bible study or a, uh, a home church that we go to sometimes on Friday nights where um, it was there was no way of predicting what was going to happen last night because there were people there for the very first time and one person in particular who had um, just a, a message that he was given last night to bring us that it was somewhat shocking, uh, both on an individual basis and what happened with my wife and the, um, the person that was there and uh, just the overall experience. So, so many things can happen so quickly to just alter the direction of your life. Um, that here today, um, the same message that I had planned for last night, I don't even remember what it was, but I know that it did. I wouldn't plan. But again, I'm going I'm to start off by reading this book. It's called Temptation. It's by Pastor Jack Hibbs over Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. That's a really thin book. You can get it out there so you can see how thin it is. Um, and it's got some uh, great words in there. Um, but I'm going to read just, uh, uh, I think it's, what, four paragraphs uh, I'm going to read the first two paragraphs and have a little bit of discussion with you. Then I'll come back and read the second uh, couple paragraphs. But this uh, area has to do with uh, Satan. I'm going to put my glasses on just so that I sound a little bit more intelligent because I can see the words. Um, but it, the title of this one is uh, right here, and it's what I titled the, this particular podcast, and it's called An Enemy with Limited Power. And uh, Pastor Jack writes, Satan is a true adversary, although as a created angel, that's important. He was created, a created angel by God. Satan is a true adversary, although as a created angel, and that's from e- Ezekiel 28, 11 through 17, his abilities are limited. Unlike the God who created him, he is not omnipresent, which is everywhere at all times. He is not omnis- uh, omniscient, uh, which is all-knowing probably didn't say that correctly, but that's what I got. And he is certainly not omnipotent, all-powerful. One thing he does have going for him is thousands of years of experience. He knows what strategies to employ to ruin our lives because we humans are so predictable. Satan is our adversary, but he is not God's equal opponents. They are not fighting back and forth. If the devil has an equivalent, it would be the archangels, uh, Michael or Gabriel. Scripture tells us that Lucifer is a very powerful angel. While we need to be careful in giving him too much credit, we, all, we also need to understand this formidable foe. Formidable um, and again, he has limited power. And why I love that and why I decided to bring it to you today is that that is one of the most important things that I have learned in my walk with Christ. That earlier, and I've shared this before, so you may have to go back on some of the podcasts. I, it'd be too much to, to lay out in this one podcast. But my, my history is 20-something years, 20-plus years in a Christian church walking around as a, as a man inside a church, calling myself a Christian with some rigi- uh, religiosity going on, but not truly walking with God. And so as that man walking around the Christian church, the power of Satan is much greater and stronger than what I was able to deal with. He was was able to control so much of what I did on a daily basis. You add my flesh, which is also flawed. So we have two things working against us. And that is our sinful sinful self, uh, as we um, certainly are, horrible, sinful people. And now on top of that, we have Satan who knows that and takes advantage of our weaknesses. And so it's bad enough that we have to deal with ourselves, but now we have somebody piling on top of us. And it's much like uh, what, I, what I teach my friends, teach my friends, teach my children about their friends, is that you know it's going to be hard enough as it is. So make sure you're hanging around people that lift you up, that are honorable people, that are that are that you're soaring soaring with eagles and not with a bunch of turkeys. You know, it, it's life can be hard, but if you're also hanging out with additional people that bring you down or encourage you to do things that are not of God, you're just making your life that much more difficult. So it's very similar that us as a weak person, if we've befriended, befriended Satan in one form or another uh, through alcohol, through drugs, through um, gambling, through debauchery, and now he is our, 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 our closest friend, Wow, we are we are just simply doomed. We could walk into a church three times a week, and it still will not do you any good. As I have shared, that my 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 walk uh, in Christianity was of that of that nature. That I I went to church, I was in Bible studies, I was even teaching and leading men's groups, and yet I was still. At, I had a, another friend that I hung around with, hung around with on a regular basis, and that was. Um, and it was two of them. It was myself and Satan. And uh, because he knows, he knows of he knew of my weaknesses and my um, uh, my my earthly desires, and knew how to make sure and keep me where he uh, can cause chaos in my life, and he loves it. It, it. It's it's so fantastic. The important thing about what I just read that Jack Hibs gave us is that he's not more powerful than God jesus the holy spirit that the triune god is way more powerful because he created the angel uh which would be known as lucifer or satan and um and he is not more powerful than the creator and so once we accept jesus christ as our lord and savior and now have him dwell inside of this side of us um and 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 go to him when we feel the attack of Satan, when we feel our us being in our own flesh, that nothing is more powerful than that, and, and and that's really what I think that Jack was really wanting to say there. I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but just understanding that he is powerful and he is a um, uh, a formidable, you know, uh, enemy, um, formidable enemy, but but we can overpower him with our relationship with God. And as long as we're walking with God, and that is our shield, of protection, our our armor that we put on is of God, and and so important. All right. So now, as I uh, let me read the second, the following uh, paragraph, which is the the angel of light, which is right here. So I'm on page 22. If you have this book, you'll be able to find it. Um, and the and in this paragraph, uh, Jack writes, "The light from a flashlight is pretty boring until it hits a prism." But direct that same light through its facets, and the spectrum of the rainbow is projected all over the room. That common, ordinary light instantly becomes beautiful, alluring, and even mesmerizing. The Apostle Paul said Satan has the ability to transform himself into an angel of light. Wow, this is so important. When our guard is down, he comes along and shoots a bit of light into the prism of temptation. What once seemed unremarkable is now extraordinary, and it catches our attention. We are all vastly different, and Satan's enticements take on a variety of appearances, but he knows that his repertoire doesn't have to be all that diverse. He only needs to tweak a few things and add or delete a few layers to target our specific weaknesses. He's smart. He knows exactly where he wants it to lead to miscommunication, broken relationships, financial ruin, suicide, you name it. As an angel of light, Satan uses an approach that is targeted crafty and dangerous. Wow. So um, I just want to share with you why that kind of hit me yesterday, or I can't remember when I read it, was it either yesterday or before yesterday, but it just has stuck with me. Is that number one, my, my wife and I, uh, who do uh, the Living Fearless devotional together, um, and again, we attend Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, where Jack Gibbs is our pastor. This message of of understanding that Satan knows how to use something beautiful to get to get your attention, and and then divert you from God, divert you from goodness, divert you from His love, divert you from um, maintaining a um, a an environment that God wants maintained in your family for god can divert you from running a business that honors god that is with satan instead of with god that satan knows how to use something so beautiful and and just attractive kind of like a a bug to a night to a light at night, right? That They're like, oh, the light <laughs> and the bug, and it's a zapper, right? And the, and the bug is going, oh, look at that beautiful light, and then gets zapped. Um, I, I probably have a, a bunch of stories, but one that really jumped out at me when I was reading this is that, um, now, I was a police officer 21 years, and during that period of time, I also ran a business, uh the, the, the business name is Falco Enterprises Incorporated, but I did business as Falco Canine Academy. And we were having great success. I was on television, uh, making um, quite a bit of money, uh, traveling all over the world, buying dogs from European countries like um, you know, Slovakia, traveling through Poland and Germany and uh, all those places. Had business in the Kingdom of Bahrain down to uh, Peru and South America, uh, doing a business up in Canada. And, and everything was fantastic. That Satan was telling me, Look how great you are. <laughs> Fantastic you are. Look at you're on television. Caesar Milan calls you the king of canine. Uh, Caesar Milan wants to do a show with you. Um, you're, I was speaking in Vegas to 800,000 people at um, Planet Hollywood in Caesar's Palace. And they, they, you know, uh, Satan is just going, shining this beautiful light on me, like a little spotlight, and say, Look how great you are. And then he goes, Here, I have this business opportunity of a security company wow, you saw what you did with Falco Canine Academy, but what what can you do? And that was just like, you went from one employee to 10 employees and you have been able to do all this with just 10. Just think what you can do with a whole security team of companies, like, a, like a, a police department. I turned, uh, I, 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 I turned my, I essentially was, was so attracted to the light security company that I turned my back on the, successes of Falco Canine Academy, which was going really well. And, and, and although the intentions of starting it were, were, um, I I believe were pure and were, um, uh, of a nature that I was trying to change the way dogs are trained and go to a more humane way of training. That was good, but I got you know, Satan said, "Look at all the money. Look at all the travel. Look at look at all the notice you're getting. Look at the books you're writing, and they're becoming number one bestsellers." And he says, "Look at all that stuff. I can take that and now put it into the security company, which also had dogs in it and that kind of stuff. So there was a connection. But essentially, turn my back on that business to focus on something a lot different." Similarities, yes, but a lot different and now go from 10 employees to 400 employees. And there may have been more even at one point. I, I, I want to say there was at least 600 employees at one point and to do that almost overnight and 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 the ego. Right. So Satan saw the weakness that my my ego of what was happening with Falco Canine Academy, that I had been a police officer and now was fairly well known in law enforcement places all over the world. That he took that, that, um, uh, idea that was built through the success of one business and Satan attracted me to this other business and saying, now you can really be rich in your, uh, in many ways, financially and pridefully and, uh, whatever else, whatever else he, in, in stuff. <clears throat> and Wow. When you read this again, I'm just going to go ahead and back and read this one part again, is that we are all vast. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm going to skip down. He only needs to tweak a few things and add or delete a few layers to target our specific weaknesses. My weakness at that time was ego, probably. If I look at it, ego and wealth and celebrity, that's the word I was looking for before. Three things, right, that he saw my weaknesses at that time. He's smart, talking about the devil. He knows exactly where he wants it to lead to, miscommunication, broken relationships, financial ruin, suicide, you name it. As an angel of light, Satan uses an approach that is targeted, crafty, and dangerous. Wow. So what would happen when I'm I'm giving you this example to let you know that we all are susceptible to it. I'm going to something that happened to me, and it seems like, well, that would never happen to me. Uh, it, uh, some of these things can be very small. And I, I, in the meantime, I'm hoping that I will get something of, of, I mean, it could go with an argument with your spouse or an argument with your uh, uh, girlfriend or boyfriend um, or your boss, right? Th- this what I'm talking about with this one company and then opening up another company. You can also have something very similar happen in in just a discussion with somebody. What ended up happening with my decision to start this company, and there's a you know a whole bunch of stuff. We got successful very quickly. Comic Con had Stagecoach had um, um, what's the other thing over there that's next that's that's with Stagecoach. Stagecoach. Um, anyway, it's the big thing. It's a week long music festival. It's not country. It's the other one. Um, I, I I got contracts with all those things. That, that those are that's millions of dollars, um, and and I was able to get land those contracts early on. Uh, Along with, you know, uh, of course, with help of people that I knew in the business and that kind of stuff. But it was it was all there. Satan was just saying, look, I'm going to hand you. I'm going to hand you Comic-Con in San Diego. I'm going to hand you stagecoats and that other thing that I can't think of a name of it. Um, um, There was a big um, strike at one of the major hospitals in uh, L.A. County, one of the biggest hospitals. And I was uh, asked to provide security uh, during that contract negotiations and the strike of all the 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 members of of that particular hospital all at once, raking in a lot of money. The problem is you have to spend a lot of money. You have to pay a lot of people a lot of money. And so that that light, that beautiful light of look at what you have, look at these things quickly took its toll on everything that was written in this that Jack wrote about. Now he know Jack knows nothing about this incident with me but everything he wrote in there is absolutely true where miscommunication started where i would say things and then the management of the security company would do something completely different that it would a bunch of miscommunication was the basis for the downfall of falco canine security communication was the first thing that broke down and caused the downfall of a a multi-million dollar company that had multiple police cars, multiple dogs, multiple bicycles and radios and, and what have you. And a lot of people, and the miscommunication really was the, the beginning of the, the domino effect of how things would fall apart. Broken relationships. Some of these guys I had developed friendships with and thought they had my best interest in mind and, and thought that they would do the right thing. Broken relationships. One time we're having dinner together, Um, uh, being suggested that I would be the godfather of one of their children to a whole bunch of other stuff to now I'm having to call the police and file charges of theft because they were stealing the police cars and the dogs and the the bicycles. So we had miscommunication which is exactly right, which led to broken relationships and then of course financial ruin. Everything was in my name. Everything. Everything. (laughs) Everything. And um, I had a pretty decent retirement uh, fund built up uh, from the police department, and I had to use every bit of that and then some to even come close, and I didn't, but I, to try to come close to paying off the debt that was created in this, in this mess. So Jack is 100% right that Satan used his light and his allure of fame, fortune, uh, celebrity, which he knew that I was weak at the time for. Um, and with that came miscommunication, broken relationships, financial ruin, and then it has here suicide. Did I consider suicide? I, I didn't, I considered a whole lot of stuff. I don't think I considered suicide. I had at one point, I've told that story before and I'll tell it probably again later on, but not in this instance, I'd already gotten past any thoughts of suicide, but anybody else in that situation, We've heard about people, right, in in financial ruin, uh, lost relationships, including my marriage at the time, Um, that suicide is one of those things that comes with that. And so it's again, Jack is spot on that with the allure of something beautiful with light and and just amazingness, that comes destruction. We see that in marriages when men seek out other women or women seek out other men. um, And we see it um, in churches where the pastor becomes really well known and suddenly the celebrity catches hold of him. The light, right, the light from Satan pulls him away from the church and ruins the relationship he has with his um, with his church members and the elders of the church and. And other people uh, that work for him, and you see the broken relationships, and we've even heard of suicides with worship leaders who are on the top of the world with a leading worship, who get who who see the, the 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 glorious beautiful light that Satan can shine on something, and it brings everything down, and then they eventually commit suicide. We've heard of pastors committing suicide because of this very same thing. So, I, I think it's so important for you to understand. Uh, And for all of us to understand that when we see something beautiful, that we we may want to think it's from God, uh, but we really need to be discerning. And maybe we need to go to um, uh, one of our friends in God. Maybe you're a couple and you're in a couple's group. Uh, I have a life group that my wife and I attend on Monday nights. I have my men's Bible study that we do on Saturday mornings. And uh, and then, of course, Mariamas, which is a a home church we go on occasionally on a Friday. And in those groups, there are I have people that I know that I could trust to take something to and say, listen, this was presented to me. What do you think? I, I can't I can't tell if it's Satan bringing something beautiful and attractive to me or it's from God. And we sometimes need to bring in somebody else that's looking at it from a different position than we are. We could be thinking you know this would really help you know with my financial situation this would really help with um you know this um this project i have in africa or this project i have you know here just locally in in placentia or fullerton or what have you um i, I love it there's a story that i really can't share that i that a, a pastor once was that i know of was given a lot of money a lot of money that could have changed the trajectory of the creation of uh, of something they were working on and and didn't take it because he could not be sure that it was from God. And he tore up the check and and threw it away. And it was a lot of money. I, I, I'm talking millions of dollars. And 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 that's so inspiring. Right. It's so easy. Like this is life changing money. Almost anybody would take life changing money deposit the check and go, okay, now God, tell me what you want me to do. <laughs> you know, and, and he didn't even do that. He didn't even, he didn't deposit and then ask for God what to do with it. He just says, I don't know if this is from God, this could corrupt everything that we're trying to build here and trying to do. And so I'm going to get rid of it. Be, I'm not even going to be tempted with it in the checking account and then try to find out. See, he didn't even get to that point which I think is so, that's such an amazing story. And I wish I could share the whole story with you, but um, I, I think that he said that we, we can't share the story. So um, it's just one of those things that you got to look at it with such great respect that, wow, that that's when you stop, right? That, that's when you put the brakes on, you don't accept it. And then, then ask God, okay, now what do I do with this brand new Lamborghini you gave me? And I, and then tell me what you want me to do with this brand new Lamborghini. Um, no, you don't accept the Lamborghini um, and you just shed it. And then if God wants you to have it, then he'll bring it back in another form, another another time. Um, I doubt that God is sending a Lamborghini to anybody, but I'm just using that as an example. But isn't that, it, isn't that the way that you really got to really start looking at stuff? Because once you've corrupted um, your bank account, once you've corrupted the inside of your house, once you've corrupted... Um, your heart by allowing it in first and then asking God what to do with it, you're, it's too late. <laughs> it can be too late, um, and so it's like smoking cigarettes. Like oh, I'm smoking about cigarettes, and then you know, I'm just then I'm going to ask God not to give me lung cancer. No, no. No, just <laughs> don't smoke the cigarettes. Um, uh, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to think of examples. I, I know I use this one example that is not something people can necessarily relate to with having one business is successful and then turning around and thinking you're going to hear here. because what happened was these these things were just brought to me. the 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 um, the security company was not something that I I went out and started. The opportunity of starting the security company was handed to me. Men came to me and says, I can do this for you. We just want you to be a part of it because you have a name um, and you have a history and you have a reputation that is good. And so what we want to do is we'll do all the work and we're going to build this huge company. But it didn't then see, do you see that you see how that was that that's where I've made my first mistake was allowing it in. And then now what ended up happening is then now I ended up with all the burden. It destroyed my marriage. It destroyed my businesses. It destroyed my savings account for my children. It destroyed so much that if I just never would have let it into the office to begin with, I never would have got there. But I, 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 I allowed it in, and then it began to take root, and and then it began to grow, and it became a um, an utter mess that destroyed not just my life, but uh, relationships and a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of relationships were lost uh, during that period of time uh, of my company. So uh, I think that's important to, to understand what Jack is saying here in this book and what it is we need to know about the devil is that he's very powerful and uses beautiful things and uses things of attractiveness to, uh, to get you to do something that you might not otherwise do, um, that it's not always easy to identify something from the devil. Uh, and again, bringing others in, I think is um, a, a, one of those additional things that are really important to have. And so it's important to have those life groups or those, those men of God that are walking along, alongside you. Uh, and since this is the man podcast, I'm talking to men is that, is that you need to have those men in your life that you can go to with anything. I, I know for sure that I could go to Rob and Ron um, and Martin and um uh, God, there's a, there's a, a large number of other people I, I, I know that I could go to and say, Hey, what do you think? And they know me well enough. Um, and that's a, the important thing. They know me and they, and, and I know them well enough that I could bring no matter what it is to them and, and not feel shame, um, in doing so that what I'm going to get is, um, feedback that is from men who know God And will be honest with me, even if it hurts my feelings. And I think that that's exactly what it is you need. So um, some other things that came out of the discussion, I'm going to kind of divert to uh, something else uh, just really quick that I want to have, I'm going to go deeper. I have a feeling in future uh, podcasts, and that is how important it is for us to make sure that we, we ask for forgiveness and um, and ask for God's forgiveness and repent for what it is that we do on a daily basis or what it is that we've done in our past. And this has come up again. This is one of those topics that keeps coming up and is so important. And I was talking about it with my sons the other day, and I I think I'll I'll use this uh, again on another uh, podcast, but I had an opportunity to talk to them about what it means to, to be a man. And so I ended up telling them my testimony of how, uh, how I went from a, a man walking around a Christian church to how I came to the spot where now I'm a, I'm a godly man walking with God and God dwells inside me. That those are two completely different things. Being a Christian, being religious, being a man walking around a Christian church is different than being a, a man who accepts Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior and has as, as asked God to dwell inside of him and be a part of my life on a daily basis. That's two entirely different things. And then one of those things is is understanding what it is that you're putting in your your vessel through your eyes, through your ears, um, and what's coming out through your mouth. And that we wanna make sure that even the self-talk in our internal self-talk that we do on a daily basis Is the one that glorifies god that glorifies his love for us and that we are worthy of him and that is really really kind of the most important part that i wanted to bring up before i got off here today is that you all of you watching or listening on the podcast are worthy of god's love he loves you and he um wants you to be with him for eternity And regardless of what it is you have done and what you're going to do in the future, he still loves you, but you have to honestly. And with your whole heart and soul, repent for what you have done, what you are doing and what you are going to do in the future and ask for his forgiveness, because there is, that is where the difference in your relationship comes where he he, he he will protect you, he will be there for you with, with abundance and have his hand of protection over you. Um, it is the repetitiveness of sin and disregard for him and his love is where it gets you into trouble uh, in your relationship with him uh you know it's like if you came home to um uh, your family and said you guys all suck on a regular basis and why are you still here and then you expect them to be there every time you show up with your meal on the table with your slippers and your in your in your pipe (laughs) i'm just (laughs) giving you a picture of you know you want you want that kind of treatment you want respect but you but every time you show up you say hey what are you still doing here um you know why aren't you uh you Why didn't you clean the house or uh, why didn't you do this on a regular basis without any, um, you know, without any love, without any um, guidance, without any, you know, when you're not being respectful to them, you, you, you can understand how God at some point will go, all right, this hand of protection that I have over you and have had over you for, you know, several decades, uh, you you obviously don't need it. You don't need me And, and he can lift it. And it could send you down. <laughs> Satan's all over you and attacking you and <laughs> shooting bullets at you, shooting arrows at you. And God's going, "Hey, you, you want to do life with Satan? Um, I'm, I'm, i back here. When, when, you are ready and you want to repent and you want to be with me, then I'll, 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 I'll see you then. But for right now, you have gone so long and so, so much want to be with not only your flesh but with Satan. Um, you're on your own. Um, so understanding that your excuse for not doing so is that you think you're not worthy. You think that your sins are so bad that he can't possibly forgive you uh, or simply you just don't want it. And you say, you know, God who? Um, that, that's your choice, obviously. But those of you that have been walking around the church and call yourself a Christian and um, even have like a fish on the back of your car or wear a cross or what have you. Uh, But yet you're still trying to live this other life with Satan and your flesh. It's not going to work. It just simply is not going to work. You have to go to a place of of asking forgiveness, repent for your sins uh, and move forward with God. And that's when you will see the difference in your life. So uh, I just wanted to end on, on that particular note. Uh, I I know that it was pretty strong and probably not, you know, not happy, but uh, it, but it is happy. It's happy because, you know, if you do, what do you have to worry about? Who, who, who would you rather do life with um, Satan or God? Who would you rather do life with yourself or with God? Um, and so that is a happy note. Now that I think about it, um, repent, ask for ask for forgiveness, repent and, and ask for him to, to uh, dwell inside you and be a part of your life on a daily basis. And, and then do it, spend time in books written by pastor Jack Hibbs or Charles Spurgeon, um, have the Bible handy so you can go to the Bible uh, and, and ask for, Uh, it to show you truth and what it is you need to know for that day as you move forward. And you would be amazed at how your life can change. Is it going to be perfect? No. Are you going to still say stupid stuff on occasion? Yes. Are you still going to, um, um, uh, you know, make a right turn when you should have made a left turn? Absolutely. But the recovery and the forgiveness is always available and always there for you, but you don't want to rest on it as, as a safety net. You don't want to hold it as uh, something that's always there. You always trying not to use the safety net. You always want to perform to for success. You want to get from one end of the tightrope to the other without having to use the safety net. That's the key. That's the key and the goal. And stick with that plan. All right. Uh, I have a lot more stuff to talk about, and it's it's all in those lines. But I'm going to save it for another podcast. Um, but uh, love you guys. Make sure and share uh, this this broadcast out or the podcast, go to Living Fearless, uh, sorry, wrong, wrong devotional. <laughs> go to um, the Fearless Man podcast, go there and uh, and subscribe. You can go to iHeartRadio or Spotify, uh, any of the other major uh, podcasting platforms, Apple podcast and find it uh, and subscribe. Please go there and subscribe. That'd be awesome. All right, my friends. Love you guys. God bless. I'll see you at the next one. Take care. Bye.